next next week, Joe Morris is going to be with us, and uh, it's it's amazing right now how that um, people are nervous. Mm -hmm. Unbelievers are are nervous. Yes, yes, yes. They don't know what's what's about to happen. Yeah. And. and uh, this, this is a good opportunity for people to come and hear the word yes. and get born again. Yes. Yes. So, you know, there's people that you know that have questions. Just go and start talking to them about, about uh, things that you're hearing in church. Mm -hmm. Things that, uh, you know, we're talking about end time stuff. And, and uh, this guy that's coming, he's going to be going to be ministering in this area. And you really enjoy him. He's he's he'll just he'll make you laugh. And uh, it's a good time to invite people. And if you know some people are are uh, questionable, they'll say, "Oh yeah, I want to come." Say, "Oh good, I'll come and get you." Okay. We started a series last week that we, we are entitling uh, The Pillars of Divine Healing. We began last week with, uh, with the first pillar, Sickness is from the Devil. And we looked at numerous scriptures to uh, back that statement up. Today, number two, Sickness is a Curse, Not a Blessing. Something that, uh, listen real close. Something that just, it, it, it has always amazed me how that religious people, now we're not talking about the lost, okay? We're talking about religious people, how they come up with excuses to justify sickness and disease. You know, if... if uh, Sickness and disease is from God. Why are you going to a specialist to try to get out of the will of God? That's a dangerous place to be, to get out of the will of God. And you're telling me that disease or that sickness is a part of the will of God? You know, they, they just don't think, think about it. They, I, I guess they just don't read their Bible, but uh, anyway... Sickness, just fix this in your heart. Sickness and disease is a curse. It's not a blessing. It is not a blessing. If you go to, to Deuteronomy 28, you don't need to turn there right now, but Deuteronomy 1 through 14 deals with the blessing Deuteronomy 28, 15 through 68 deals with the curse. Uh, you know, really, you, you should read the curse because you need to know what is, is not the will of God for you. Okay? So... Uh, Get, a, get an Amplified, get an NIV. Really, I like both of them together. 
because some of the words in the King James and even in the New King James, it's a little blind to us. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's some words that we don't use anymore, or at least that I don't. So anyway, go, go through that and read. And when you look at something, you see something, you say, wait a minute. That's a curse. That didn't belong to me. Okay? So, you know, if, if you read, read through that, uh, that passage and you underline everything God said is a curse, you'll find sickness and, and disease is in there a lot. Okay? Blindness, tumors, whether they're benign or not, it's a curse. Okay? You definitely don't want the ones that are, that are cancerous. But you don't need the ones that are benign either. They don't, they don't belong to you. Scurvy. Fever. You know, there's a lot of different kinds of fever. Not, there's, it's not just one thing. There's a... Blight. How many of you farmers use the word blight? Anybody? I didn't, I didn't think I'd get 100%. Brown, do you ever use the word blight? Okay. I, so I looked it up in a dictionary. A plant disease, typically one caused by fungi, such as mildew, rust, or schmutz. That's what it said. S-M-U-T-S. -S, smuts. Who can tell me what smuts is? I should have looked that one up too, but I didn't. It, it also is a, a, thing that, a thing that spoils or damages something. You know, there's, there's a lot of things that we have that uh, is damaged because of rust. We don't get that rust off and it just begins to eat yeah. eat away at things. Yep. Mm -hmm. okay. So, uh, also mildew, which speaks of, uh, of a virus and bacteria. There's a lot of things in there we need to dig into so that we don't participate. Yeah. Ignorance is not a good thing. And then you come down to verse 61 and it goes on to say, And every sickness and plague there is, even those not mentioned in the book of the law. So the Bible real clearly states that uh, all, all sickness and disease even those not specifically mentioned in the curse of the law, is a curse specifically, a curse is a curse and specifically part of the curse of the law. But let's not stop there. Galatians 3.13 tells us we have been redeemed. Now, redeemed, you know, you, I, I kind of I have a hard time with the word redeem. The only thing I have ever redeemed is green stamps. Yeah. 
down in Texas. They don't, I don't, they don't do that up here in Kansas, I guess. They used to? Last century. Yeah, really. My mother gave me a thing about like this of green stamps in books. And uh, Lydia and I went and bought a box fan, two or three different things at the green stamp store. Yeah, yeah. We bought a set of dishes, and uh, I don't remember what else it was. But that box fan, oh, thank God. The house that we were in had no no uh, air conditioning whatsoever, unless the wind blew through the window. And that was it. It was town in Texas in the, in that part of the world. It's terrible. So instead of redeemed, how about rescued, Amen. delivered? Christ has delivered us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it's written, cursed is everyone that hangs on a tree. You know, so many, so many people have only been taught part of what Christ came to do. They know that, that Jesus died for our sins so that we could be forgiven. And you know, if that were the only thing, woo, hallelujah. That would have been wonderful. And if, it's, if, if that's the only reason, reason he died alone, that would, that would be worth it. But... That's not, what, that's not the only reason he came, came to die. You know, when Adam sinned, he came under the thumb, so to speak, of Satan. He became his new master. And he was a horrible master and still is. The Bible says, Jesus, he died to redeem us from the curse of the law. He didn't want us under the curse. He didn't want any of his children under the curse. That's right. And so he sent his son specifically. That's one of the reasons he specifically came. Yeah. To rescue us if we would believe him. Uh, Matthew 8, 17 out of the NIV, it says, He took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. For, for a good while now, I have been looking at trying to, trying to dig up something on the word infirmities. It's, it's not uh, sickness or a disease because he already mentions that, so why would you mention it twice? Yeah. Uh, in, I heard somebody say one time, an infirmity is a weakness. Mm-hmm. Well... Why do you wear glasses, Bruce? What? Because my eyes are weak. I don't see that. You know, if if he died for our weaknesses as well as our sicknesses and our diseases, then I shouldn't need glasses. And I'm digging, trying to dig that out. I want to know. 
you know, for that, for that matter, uh, color blindness is a weakness. My wife keeps telling me, you'll, you'll, you'll be so happy when you get to heaven and you see I have green eyes. <laughs> All this time I thought, it, thought they were blue. <laughs> he took up our infirmities and bore our diseases. So every, every, every sickness and disease that was meant to be laid on me, he took them. Every sickness and disease that was intended to be laid upon you, he took it for you. You know, if you don't write down anything, write this down. It's illegal for the devil to lay on you what Jesus has already taken in your place. You know, there's a, 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 a verse in Matthew uh, 18, 18 or 19 that talks about whatever you declare to be illegal and improper. Oh, man, I've been getting hold of that and I've been using that. Yes. If you look, look in the uh, Amplified Bible, it talks about what has already been declared illegal in heaven. There's no sickness and disease in heaven. There's no sorrow in heaven. You know, we need to, we need to get, become more familiarized with what is there and what is not there. It's illegal for the devil to lay on you what Jesus has already taken in your place. Now, follow this. It, you don't have to double pay for groceries. You understand that? You don't have to pay for double groceries. It, it, it only has to be paid once, and no matter who pays for it, it's paid for. That's right. So if it's laid on me again to pay for, that's illegal. Let me read this to you from the, from the Passion Translation. Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ, yet Christ paid the full price, full, yes. say that, full, full price. full price to set us free from the curse of the law. Amen. He absorbed it completely as he became a curse in our place. For it's written, everyone who is hung upon the, on a tree is, is doubly cursed. Doubly cursed. 
Jesus, our Messiah, was cursed in our place and in so doing dissolved the curse from our lives so that, so that all the blessings of Abraham can be poured out upon every non-Jew, non-Jewish believer. Hmm? Even upon non-Jewish believers. Gentiles. That's us. And now, God gives us the promise of the wonderful Holy Spirit who lives within us when we believe in Him. Jesus paid the penalty for you to walk free from all sickness and disease. See it. See it. See it that way. Stop thinking like a, a, a mortal human being. Think like a redeemed child of God. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, amen. So good. amen. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, that's good. Amen. Now, no, no uh, disrespect to Janet, because we've had a number of people come up with shingles. But sometimes we just think, well, you know, I had, what, what, what do you have? You have to have that first and then this comes, chicken, chicken pox. pox. You know, everybody says, you know, you'll get shingles if you've had chicken pox. So we just go, and it comes. And then when it comes, we don't put up any resistance because I had chicken pox. Fight that sucker. It may come, but don't put up with it. Put up a resistance in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to get this. This, this is so good. Um, don't say, now follow me here, okay? Don't say, Lord, please heal me. Now listen, listen, we, we've just fallen into this thing and we say, well, you know, he, he took, our, took our stripes so that we could be healed. Now follow me. Don't say, Lord, please heal me. No, no. 2,000 years ago, Jesus took all your sicknesses and diseases. He healed, he played the price for your healing there. To say, Lord, please heal me. He's already healed you. Now don't misunderstand me. You, you, I've seen people get healed because they're ignorant. But you are already healed. I go home and chew on it. 
while you're chewing on that piece of pot roast, <laughs> think about it. See, it's a part of your covenant. Flip over First Peter 2. And I'll turn over to Matthew 8, 17, uh, 16. When the even had come, they brought unto him many who were demon-possessed, and he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, Himself took... What is took? What part of... Uh, of a sentence is that? Past. Himself took our infirmities and bore past our sicknesses. He's already taken. 1 Peter 2.24 It says, Who himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree, that we, having died to sins, might live for righteousness, by whose stripes you will be? No, no, no. It says will be. What? What? I can't hear you, Blundell. Were. What is that? Well, if it's past, you were healed. Where did that happen? On the cross. So you see, that's a part of our, our salvation. Our rights. He took all your diseases. The devil can't lay it on you because it's already been laid on Christ. Therefore, you are healed. Well, let's say it this way. You were. Uh, John, John G. Lake, there's some of his material. He talks about three, three levels of, let's see, how can I say this? Three levels of life. Three levels of healing. Uh, getting healed, staying healed, walking in health, and then walking in divine life. Yeah. Healing, health, and life. Yeah. Yeah. And see, I, I can see the look on some of your faces. You've never, under, you've never heard of divine life. Well, that's my fault. I haven't taught on it. Uh, Jesus walked in life. When, when, when he came in contact with, with uh, a leper, the leprosy had to go. Yes. Because that life of God that was in Christ. And see, you're, you've got that same life in you. Go back and read at this afternoon 
John, John chapter 1, first chapter through chapter 5. It talks about he that hath, he that hath life, and that word life is zoe. That's that kind of life. See, most of us have, have we're, we're still struggling with the second one, getting healed. Moving right along here, I'm hitting the wall. Um, so he took all of our diseases, and the enemy can't lay that back on you because you've already been healed. He's already bore it for you. So he has no legal right to do that. <clears throat> um, this is why upon, he upon healing the Bible truth of divine healing, there's people that will get up out of wheelchairs and walk away. How many of you have Christ the Healer? F.F. Bosworth? Book. Book. Um, he's got pictures of where uh, he, he ministered in um, auditoriums. He would go in there and start teaching on, on healing. And um, these, this, is, this has got, you know, thousands and thousands of people in this auditorium. And every night he would teach on divine healing. And after, I don't remember how many weeks, people started, it started, started popping. People that were deaf, would, their ears would open. Um, people that had surgically removed eardrums, they started hearing. And I don't remember, there were other things that would start popping, just sitting there hearing the Word. It was sinking in. And they were seeing, I'm healed. It's gone from, from here down to here. And things just began popping. Yes, amen. Uh, T.L. Osborne hold, would hold crusades um, in in different parts of the world, and they he said that uh, he would start start ministering, and people would pick up stretchers, and you would see this stretcher coming across, being handed over hand over hand over hand over the top of the crowd. To get it to the, and he would tell tell them whoever this belongs to, you come up here. And after a little while, you know they would work their way through all these people. Who was it? Who who was it that said they still liked the African offering? Was that Christopher? One of our friends. He he's a. Uh, he was a, uh, he is a Pakistani that got born again and had to flee Pakistan because his relatives were going to kill him. Yeah. And he, he, uh, he became a, or is a, uh, an evangelist that goes overseas. And he was saying, this has nothing to do with the message, but I just love it. 
He said, I still love the African offerings. Uh, he, he, they, Lydia was showing me this thing. They were all dancing. Yeah. They would dance as they brought their offering up. Men and women. And it was just, I thought, I love it. Anyway, he talks about he'll send out a, a, a newsletter. And while he's preaching, blind eyes open, yes. deaf ears, yes. people get up off of, off of, off of uh, stretchers. Yeah, because they heard the word. The word will heal you if, you're, if you need healing. You'll let it get in you. So, um, these people that uh, were hearing F.F. Bosworth, they understood that Jesus took, they didn't have to take it, take it anymore. He's already took it. Already, he's already taken it. So, Christ has already accomplished everything for you. Um, I want to I want to say this before we close. If you've ever if you ever come across somebody that uh, they have been struggling with something, and quote the Lord has been talking to them about he's he's working something in your life. He's trying to teach you something. And that's why you're going through this. That is a lie out of the pit of hell. Let me show you why. Come here, Amanda. You, you stand here and face me. And you walk backwards and just stay out of reach. See, it, it, the, he's... He's, he's, the Lord is, quote, the Lord is trying to teach me something. He's trying to do something in me. And so I'm, I'm, I'm going. Yeah. Let me show you what, the, how deceitful this is. This is really the devil. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretend, pretend. This, this, now watch. This is, listen. This, this is the devil, and as I'm moving forward, and he's working in me, whenever I reach out to grab that healing, it's always out of reach. See, that's the, way that, that's the way the devil is. He's just out of reach, but keep on. I'm working in you. Come on, you just keep coming. And it's just... That's works. Your healing is a grace. Thank you, my child. Can you see that? If it's, if it's ever I'm working in you, that's not God. That's not the Lord, period. If, it's, if he's trying to work in in you, you're trying to earn. That's works. That's not a grace. Healing is a grace. It's a freebie. That's how much He loves you. 
Jesus did the work for you. He did the carrying. He died and went in hell for you. Not you. That's how much He loves you. Can you see that? Don't ever let anybody try to pull you over into that stuff. You say, bless your heart. One of these days you'll see it's a grace and then you'll get healed. Because the Lord's not backing up. He's moving towards you with, with what He has for you. He's never trying, trying to dodge you. Okay? We, we uh, came across an individual that uh, my heart just goes out to them because they've been fighting with this thing for years and years. And the devil is cheating them out of life. And they're just so convinced. Yeah. And when you try to talk to them about it, they, they tear up and they're just mad. I don't know if it's mad because they can't get a hold of their healing or they're, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all stand. I just, it just, ugh, yeah. really bugs me because I know that it's easy to get healed. Anyway. Father, we bless you this morning. We thank you for the grace that you have lavished us with. Thank you, Father. Oh, Lord, your love is just so awesome. We come magnifying you for all that you have done for us. All that you've provided us with, the position that you put us in, thank you, Father. you put the enemy under our feet. Thank you, Father. We are we just glorify you, Lord. Glory for, to you, Lord. Glory. For how you thought thought through this plan of redemption. Thank you, thank you. We bless you, Lord. Thank you. And we give you all the praise and the glory. Yes. And we want others to know yes. what you've done in us. Thank you, Lord. Open a door for opportunity to, yes. for us to speak to them. Yes, Lord. That they might know your love. Yes, Father. And we thank you for it, Father. Thank you for it. In Jesus' precious name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We'll turn and greet somebody around you.